0: Hello, and welcome to Clever Conversations. I'm your host, the clever bitch, but you can call me B. If your day has got you down and you have zero fucks left to give, well, then you are in the right place. So sit back, unless, of course, you're driving, then pay the fuck attention, or listen while you're getting the dishes done, whatever floats your boat, and let's get this party started. Hi, and welcome to the show. I'm so glad that you guys are joining us today. I have a very special guest. We're going to be talking about the inner mean girl today. And you know you have one. We all do. It is what it is. Uh, Joining me today is Ani Michalski. She's a mom of six, a licensed therapist, and a life and wellness coach for busy overachieving moms, kind of like me, uh, who have lost themselves under their superwoman cape. She empowers moms to escape and to do it all mentally, uh, the do it all mentality. Excuse me, uh, and break through the limiting beliefs that are keeping them from becoming their best self. I, mean, I know you can uh, raise your hand. I know you all can identify with this, right? Because that's the way it is. Uh, she's on a mission. Her mission is the founder of Moms Without Capes movement. It's here to help women discover and fall in love with who they are in and out of their mom hat so that they can design the life they want to be living. Welcome, Ani. So glad to have you here. I'm so glad
1: to be here. Thanks, Brie.
0: Right. Can we all identify with that inner mean girl? We all have one, right?
1: Absolutely. Oh my gosh. Yeah. <laughs> it's a battle that we fight daily,
0: putting her in her place. I think you're right. Mm. Absolutely. Yeah, it's well, let's so for those that aren't so or don't think they have one, (laughs) or aren't familiar with it. What? Who is this inner mean girl? So the inner mean
1: girl are those voices inside you where you know, the self doubts, the self criticism, that voice inside you that's always doubting your greatness and really holding you back, making sure that you are not living your best self. And so we definitely need to figure out how to put her in her place.
0: Oh, yes, we do. I want to shove a cookie in her mouth and make her be quiet. Yes. Something like that. <laughs> but why do, Why do we listen to her? Like, I, I mean, I, I hear her. I know what she's saying to me all the time. And even when I think I'm at my strongest moments, I still hear her creeping in. Yes. I, she's like quietly sneaks in the room and then starts whispering these things to me. Why do we listen? So she's there
1: because she's, she has been formed from all of our past experiences. All of, you know, childhood experiences and different trauma you may have experienced. All of the different things that have happened to us throughout our life have made her stronger. And so she is there because she's based on these beliefs that have become ingrained in us. And that's why she seems to always be there. Because we really do need to do the work, and we'll get into that in a little bit. But to be able to quiet her and to change and to to convince her that she doesn't serve us, she does she doesn't have our best interest in mind. She
0: doesn't. She seems she likes to pull the rug out from under us just when we think we're doing well, and then we're like, oh, maybe not. And I think it does happen over time too. I, I you know. Well, I don't think we had this inner mean girl inside of us when we were younger. We were so full of, you know, everything is possible and we can, we were dreamers and we had all this excitement and then... Before we know, get jaded. <laughs> yes, exactly. And and, and she, she stays with us and gets louder as we age and as more experiences influence her. And how does that... Re- like impact our relationship with friends, family, uh, partners in our lives? Well, you know, we can't we
1: can't love other people until we truly love ourselves. And the mean girl, she gains power from our comfort zone. So like with us being in our own comfort zone, we get comfortable and, you know, she just becomes our voice of reason when she's not reasonable at all. Like she's not logic, logical. She's, she's the opposite of that. And it will show up in your relationships um, because it, she she likes to keep us small in our comfort zone and not being our best, best version. And so a lot of the work that I do with clients is helping them recognize that they are worthy that they deserve to be put on their own to-do list and taken care of and so that mean girl like i talk a lot about being able to you can't take care of everyone else when you have an empty bucket when you're not taking care of yourself and so when that mean girl speaks loud and keeps us from you know well keeps us feeling guilty or feeling like we don't deserve to focus on our, like, to focus on, then we aren't our best self, and we don't have that much to give to. All of those people that we want to have relationships with, our family, our friends, you know, all of our loved ones, if we're not taking care of ourselves, if we're giving that power to the inner mean girl and letting her make us feel guilty and shameful or and unworthy of focusing
0: on. Yeah, and we, like... I, I at least personally for me I I if I wanna go do something, uh, that, that inner mean girl will sit there and go you can't do this. You don't know what you're doing. (laughs) What do you who do you think you are trying all these? Where'd this big dream come from? No, we're gonna be we get that out of here right now. We don't want that. So maybe we're not realizing that that's our inner mean girl talking. But maybe some of the listeners now are like, Oh, wait, that's what's happening to me is that that is my inner mean girl, right? So now it's starting to click in their minds. I get you. You know, that's what's happening. And so we don't want to take chances. We don't want to try things. We, we, like you said, we get comfortable and those changes, those new dreams, those, th- they, they get stifled and quieted. And so it, it can really affect our growth as a human too, because we're Absolutely, afraid to yes. move forward. I mean, how do we shut her up? Like, what are we going to say? How do we make her stop this? Cause I'm not <laughs> liking it. I don't like her anymore. She's not my friend. Uh-uh.
1: Yeah, well, the first thing is being aware, like listening to her and being like, you know, like starting to question the same thing. Like, if we don't know it's a problem, then we're never going to address it, and so we need to start being aware of what it is that she's saying to us. Where is she keeping us small, and what what is what are we saying to ourselves? What is that inner meaning girl like saying to us? that we that's no longer serving us because at one time it may have been serving you right like it may have been keeping you safe but when you want to grow and you want to become your best version it's not serving you any longer and so the first step would be becoming aware of what you what you're thinking and what you're feeling how is she making you feel because our thoughts our feelings our actions are all interconnected And so the first step would definitely be asking yourself, how am I feeling putting names to that and say, and identifying what are those thoughts that you're having that are keeping you small? And how are those thoughts contributing to the feelings that you're having? And then start looking for evidence against those thoughts we tend to pull, we tend to hold on to the evidence that supports those thoughts. And that's really only giving the mean girl more power. And so the the trick is to start looking for evidence that goes against those thoughts. Even more so, you know, identify what are the thoughts that would serve you. You know, if you want to feel differently, what thoughts could contribute to that new feeling? And then start looking for the evidence that supports that new thought. Instead of focusing on that thought that you don't want to have, focus on the thought you do want to have and then start collecting evidence because I know that there's evidence out there. Things that you have done, things that you have taken part of, experiences you have had that support that. But we tend to ignore them and minimize those experiences, but then start drawing upon those. I always say about keeping a list of running evidence because the more you look at that list and, and realize and start adding to it, those stronger, those new beliefs are going to happen, and that'll quiet that that inner mean girl and start giving her new ammunition per se, like new new things to focus on. Because where we focus our attention, right, grows. And so, making sure that you're collecting that evidence against the 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 first thoughts and collecting evidence and creating new opportunities of new evidence for those newer thoughts.
0: Absolutely. Yeah. I mean, you have to, you have to be, and you have to start speaking. I think you have to start speaking them. You have to say, I can do this and I will do this. And the worst thing that can happen is I fall down and I get back up. Right. Because I think we're so, we're so fearful. We hear her saying, you can't do it. You can't do it. You can't do it. And so we're so afraid of failing, but Like, you're going to fail, you're going to fail, and you're going to learn, and you're going to grow, and you're going to keep stepping up and trying it again. And if we let her dominate those thoughts, um, instead of saying, no, I can do this, I will do this, Mm -hmm. and maybe I'm not going to get it right the first time, but I'm going to keep trying to do those things, then we quiet her, and we move forward, and we grow, and we change. You change the soundtrack, because for so long,
1: those beliefs and the things that you're thinking have become this soundtrack that has dictated your actions. And so putting a stop to that and saying, you know what, that's not serving me anymore and changing that soundtrack to one that's going to be serving you and shifting your perspective, like asking yourself, you know, if a friend was in a similar situation, what would I tell her? And start making, like, making those changes, taking action to make the changes that create a different soundtrack. Or create you know a different voice
0: to that mean a girl. different voice the cool chick we want the cool chick let's we'll call her cool chick we want cold chick on her side going you can do this you know like the cheerleader like the rah-rah like <laughs> yeah you got this come on get up again let's go right. like, that's be your, and hear, your right? own
1: best cheerleader like be your own cheerleader yeah. and take the action that it's gonna that you need to take in order to get right. to your best self and you know ask yourself what if, if it's true if this is true what's the worst that could happen? You know, is it realistic? Right? asking yourself like what's rational, what's irrational and really doing the inner reflection that is, it's going to take in order to get to those new beliefs and change that soundtrack. Um, like you said, saying it out loud, telling someone, I mean, affirmations are a great way. It's, you know, affirmations are great, but on their own, they're not going to do anything. You really do have to do the work to change those beliefs A lot of times we'll talk about affirmations. I'll talk with with clients and they'll be like, but I don't believe it. And I'm like, (laughs) like, it's hard for them to say, you know, I am strong. I am successful because they don't believe it. But then if you do that other work and you start looking for the evidence that suggests that and create your running list and start asking yourself in different individual situations, like reflecting on those experiences and saying, well, you know, you can't go back and do a do over. But every time you do the work, the next time it happens or something similar, or even that same feeling comes back up, you will be better equipped to deal with it. And it will get closer and closer to happening in the moment till that point where that inner mean girl she shuts the hell up because she doesn't have yes. anything to say anymore. Yeah. She's like, you know, there's too much evidence that goes against what this is, thing is that I've been telling you for so long.
0: Like, huh, how about that? <laughs> yeah, right? And it was like goodbye you're yeah. out <laughs> that's what you have to do <laughs> nice. you have to do that well you said something earlier and i wanted to touch on that you were talking you kind of said there's a whole bunch of things that go into this inner inner mean girl and how we and how it impacts us um so talk about how our beliefs are formed by this um and how they keep us stuck
1: okay so you know like i mentioned before that our belief system is built upon you know, childhood experiences, different things that we've witnessed, traumatic events, even not so traumatic events, like just the way you were raised, different belief systems of generations past. Like there's so many different factors that go into forming these beliefs. And for at sometimes those beliefs serve us. Like we believe a certain way and it helps us survive. But then we get to a point where... You know, and because there's so many different beliefs, it's not like a single level of beliefs, but like there's certain beliefs that come up that you're like, you know, that's not so. You start questioning. It's part of growth, it's part of growing up. Like you start questioning your beliefs. And you realize that you don't have to believe that anymore. Like that is not true, and that's keeping you stuck. And so realizing, like again, that awareness piece of recognizing, well, what it is that I'm believing? And your thoughts are coming from those beliefs. And we have, it's been said like what, between 70,000, 90,000 thoughts a day. So we have all of these thoughts going on. And a lot of them are repeat. And those repeat ones are the soundtrack that I'm talking about because they stem from our beliefs. And so when we can get to the root of the belief itself and start shifting it, then that's where the real change happens. But it takes work. And so one of the things that help is to start looking at one, the way you feel when, especially when you have a mood shift, like you go from like feeling good and then like thinking like excited for that opportunity. But then that inner mean girl starts talking and you start noticing that shift, putting a word to how you're feeling. Like, in and of itself can be so helpful. Putting a word, like even Googling a list of feeling words, like the little, like that you would have in elementary school and actually putting a name to that feeling. And then asking yourself, what thought did I have that would have led me to feel this? And I'm an avid believer in writing things down. So like getting a pen and paper, keeping a log of what thought or maybe it was a few thoughts that you're not so sure which thought would have led to that feeling. But what are the thoughts that are coming up that are leading you to feel that way? When you do that enough, when you start tracking, then you will notice themes. And those are the beliefs. Those are those beliefs that underlie the thoughts that you're having. And so at that point, you can start shifting those beliefs. Come out with counter statements. And. When that situation arises again or those feelings rise again, you can remind yourself. You can pull out a physical list and remind yourself and be like, you know, I am successful, successful. And these are the reasons I am strong. And this is the evidence that supports that belief. And start reminding yourself because just like those beliefs became ingrained in the first place and reinforced, you can shift those beliefs by making sure you're reinforcing them and reminding yourself that
0: it's not so it's not true anymore. It's not. And, and like, I, I know like, when I first started podcasting, so I was, uh, it wasn't that long ago. I'm still new to this, but I had a lot of doubts. I had a lot of fears. I had a lot, like, can I really do this? Am I even going to be funny and relatable and personable? Will anybody listen? And it took a lot to get through to to be able to get through that. And I did have all those. I could hear her screaming wow. at me like, what are you doing? What do you think this is like? Uh, no, like your family won't even listen to half. Like they're like, uh, mom, sorry, I got to go. And they'll hang the phone up. Right. Because they're like. You know, or, or I can flip that around because there's been conversations when they're like on the phone with me and I'm like, I don't know how to get off the phone. So I'll just ramble about mm-hmm. something that has nothing to do with them until I bore them to death and they hang up. So it, it, it does kind of work in my favor sometimes, but, <laughs> um. Yeah, I get all this stuff. And I'm like, who's gonna listen? Am I gonna be funny? Is anyone gonna laugh? It's like, I wanted it to be I want to have funny. And that I think was the hardest thing. Because when it comes to like standing up in front of people, i have no problem. I can I've talked in front of 10,000 people before. Mm -hmm. I that does not freak me out. But you will not hear me singing in front. I will play the piano. Like there's no tomorrow behind somebody singing, but I will not sing myself. And trying to be funny was scary as hell. And I kept hearing, "Yeah, you're not funny. You might, you laugh, like, you know, I watch my own TikTok videos. Like, I don't know, like, you know what I mean? Like nobody was going to watch me. No one's going to listen to me. But then I was like, you know what? Why don't I just try it? Like, why don't I just go out and try it? Like, so what if I don't? And I think like I have, but that's like a choice I have to make. I have to like mentally say, okay, wipe that up. like, shut up. Stop saying that you're going to do this anyway. And that, that does take work. It does take, and maybe you don't believe it at first, but you have to just keep repeating it and repeating yes. it and say, no, I can do this. Yeah. No, I can do this. Are you sure? No, I can do this. I, I don't think you can. Yourself oh, that cheerleading yes.
1: <laughs> and like, say if you yeah. took that thought, you, you took that thought that the inner girl girl saying, like that you're not funny and you looked right. at that and you're like, and, and if I start this podcast and I'm not funny, then what? Like, what's the worst that could happen? And continue to ask yourself, right. like, well, and then what's so bad about that? What's so bad about, like, if I'm not funny? Like, but you can also look at that and you could say, here's all the evidence that says that I will be funny. I will be entertaining. Like, I've had these past experiences. Like, I've talked in front of 10,000 people and people laughed. Like... You know, they laughed with me and they thought I was funny. So the chances of us being But when you actually sit down and like reflect on that and start challenging that thought, you realize that those first that inner mean girl really has no foundation. Like she's she's just pulling shit out of the air. She (laughs) was not
0: invited to the party. She 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 didn't believe. (laughs) <laughs> yeah. I'm going to put, write her name down and vote her off the island for now. On. Like, she doesn't she know what you're talking
1: about.
0: She's, she's clueless. Yeah. Cause she will, she will just destroy everything. She'll come in. She's a party wrecker, a home wrecker, a family wrecker. <laughs> like she's everything you don't want. Right. She's the uninvited guest. She's the neighbor that, you know, won't leave you alone across the street or whatever <laughs> it is. You know, she just like, blah, blah, blah. She talks nonstop yeah. to you. Right. Well, okay. So, so we want to be a better version of ourselves. How do, what are the steps that we need to take to be a better version of ourselves? How do we, how do we do that? Well, it keeps coming back
1: to this awareness and realizing where you want to change. What, because we have so many different beliefs. We have so many different factors that go into who makes you, you. And turning that focus on like, what are your, what are your strengths? Where do you want, where do you see yourself? What? Where do you find that you are most yourself? Like really digging in and getting comfortable with who you are. And that's why I focus on the super moms because we get so wrapped up in doing everything for everyone else that we tend to lose ourselves. Um, some moms are, are you know, are able to, let me see that, maintain or that sense of self when they become a mom. But a lot of moms don't. We get Wrapped up in motherhood and doing everything, and we feel like that makes us a good mom. And that's why I do a lot of deep, deep work in getting to these beliefs because a lot of times we end up doing so much, like getting trapped in that do it all, be it all mentality because we tie our worth to being a good mom. And we have these expectations or these beliefs of what it means to be a good mom. And then we end up doing so much and getting exhausted and even burned out thinking that we have to do it all because that's what we think is a, is going to make us a good mom when it, when you lose yourself. And so we owe it to our kids, we owe it to our families to embrace who we are and yeah, use our own gifts
0: and our talents to be that good mom that we're meant to be. Like, Absolutely and we can't always do it all. We have to remember that too and there's not, it's not, it doesn't guys. mean we're not good moms. I mean it, it, we, the, yep. the definition of good mom is you know, a lot of moms end up in the closet with wine crying at night. That happens and they're still good moms! <laughs> they're still good moms. Wine will solve a lot of problems. <laughs> <laughs> so I think every mom should have a bottle of wine in her closet. I'm sorry. That's just the way it gets through it.
1: <laughs> different seasons, yeah. right? Like, there's there's Chevrolet and
0: there's Chardonnay. And, no, I mean, all oh, seasons, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> However we want to do it. Guys. But I mean, you know, and I, and I think we, what we what we rate ourselves as good moms is not necessarily, I mean, I I think it took me into my 40s before I, I looked back at my own mom and I was like, man, she was some fucked up shit, you know? Like, I didn't realize it back then, like, because you're like, uh, you know, she was I didn't agree with a lot of stuff. And I think she wanted me to be like a little cookie cutter of her. And when I wasn't, I was like disappointment and carried all that baggage for years and therapy and whatever. um, And then kind of realized, well, you know, she's a human being and she had some problems, right? Like, I just didn't see her that way.
1: she She had her her own own beliefs yeah and she was dealing
0: with her own demons and i'm like and i was so opposite of that not not that i didn't have demons but that like my whole personality was very very different from hers and but i never really recognized that until i became an older mom and then started saying hey you know what mom's got some fucked up shit and you know i do too like you know like we're not like we're also human beings and we also make mistakes and we also have to you know give ourselves a break once in a while and and Give yourself that Absol- grace. Absolutely. Yeah, that's kind of, you have to. You have to. Um. And not, whole, and not listen to that inner mean girl that's going to tell you that you can't and say, yeah, I can. And at any age, I believe you can do anything at any age. I don't think there's, like, mm-hmm. I don't think you hit a certain age and then you're like, okay, well, this is what I'm doing, I guess, because, you know, this is what it is. I think that tomorrow's another day and you can change anything that you want and make it what you want it to be and not to be afraid. Am I going to be a plastic surgeon? No, I will never do that. Do I want to? No, nah, I don't really want to either. So I would like their bank accounts um, without their without their, <laughs> without their their student loans. but (laughs) you know but I mean that's I think that you have to be open to that and you have to let that inner mean girl go down the road and find a new home let's let's kick her out of there Uh, and she's an ongoing battle I mean it really is how uh, and how do we continue to reset ourselves like we we have to be prepared for for when she comes back in and and we got to keep her away what tips can you give us to keep her away
1: so I don't know if you can ever fully keep her away because there's always going to be new experiences in your life. There's always going to be the unknown.
0: And when
1: the unknown enters our life, like that is when the mean girl is the loudest because like we talked about, she likes us to stay in our comfort zone. And when there is that sense of, I won't say danger, but like sense of like not knowing then the inner mean girl will, really like shout out others, like instill those self doubts in us. And so we do need to continually work at building that confidence. And I'm a strong believer of action builds that confidence and taking action like you did with the podcast and saying, you know, you're having all the inner mean girls, like she's yelling at you, but yet you're like, you know what? I'm doing it anyway. Like, you do it anyway and you take action that that goes against and you put her in her place really you tell her like you know f off i'm i'm doing it anyway and i'm gonna prove to you (laughs) that i can do it and i am going to be damn successful doing it and so taking that and just taking action against her because remember our actions thoughts and feelings are all inter interconnected and so when you can take one of those and act and do do like oppose those forces, you're gonna end up quieting her for sure.
0: Yay. Give her a big glass of shut the fuck up, right? That's what she needs. (laughs) I've I've been no hey, I you know, I do bring my inner mean girl sometimes. Like when I was at a hockey game, so I was the parent you never wanted to sit next to because I will I was so I've been kicked out. Like I will say it out loud and I forget that some of the parents of the kids (laughs) Are sitting next to me so I usually have to sit I used to have to sit by myself because I was like oh I'm really honest I'm not going to sugarcoat it for you honey and then they made me like the the behavior manager of the team so I well, had like make sure no one else was saying bad things so well, I couldn't say bad things either they're like you know what we're going to give her a job so she has to control everybody I was pretty smart of them I know them. <laughs> I stopped getting kicked out I have I got kicked out of my daughter's uh, soccer game once because my daughter was getting like she was just getting picked on and 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 i so i was sitting there you know how we have all those folding chairs that we go to sports games Mm -hmm. with whatever you know the typical sports mom and and Yeah. And, and this one girl would not leave my daughter alone. Right. And my daughter's a pretty aggressive player, but she's always plays within, within boundaries and doesn't cross anything. Well, this girl was just swearing and yelling at her, like saying stuff the whole time. So finally my daughter goes, F you. And now she said the letters. I want to say it. She said the letters and the ref got really mad. And he's like, he pulls a red card on her. I'm like, oh, here we go so i looked it's at him and i said ref what's the deal what's going on and he said and i'm packing up my stuff now because i know it's coming packing up myself as i'm yelling at him what's going on ref why'd you give her a red card and he said well you should hear the things that she was saying i said a b c d e f g those are letters too and this time i have my stuff and he goes well I found it very offensive and I said, Well, your roughing's been offending me all night. And he went bing out the door, pointed to the exit, I was like, See ya. Oh. My, mom, my daughter's <laughs> like, Oh my god, mom. So there's a time to bring the inner mean girl. But the rest of the time she can stay home and just not come. And she doesn't I don't have to listen to her anymore. See, you ha you know when to pull her out and when <laughs> I do. I do. I am that one. That's I will a skill. say it is. Well, sometimes I get yelled at for it, but you know, there's time, there's time, place for everything. It's the way it goes. Okay. So tell us how people can find you so they can hear more.
1: So I'm a little bit on Instagram, but mostly I'm on Facebook. And I've got my own Facebook group, Moms Without Cakes. So I'd love to join you. I've got, I'd love for you to join us. I mean, and yeah, all, I'm all about Facebook. So that's where you can that's find That's
0: awesome. And they can find your podcast, too. So I'm going to put all oh, the links yeah, in so the my description. Podcast, so you know yes. My podcast is newer. And so I yes. always
1: forget to promote that. But yes, absolutely. <laughs> Moms That Caves there, too. Come, to, you know, subscribe, like, listen, follow, all of that stuff. And yeah. Come
0: listen to the podcast. Awesome. Awesome. Well, I'm going to put all the links in the bio. So, or in the, I'm sounding like I'm on TikTok now. Uh, I'm just learning it. It's very hard for me. Uh, but no, I'll put links in the show notes so people can click on, they can find you, they can learn. And your website's great too. So that, there's lots of information on there and that'll be in there as well. Thank you for joining awesome. me today. I've had such a Thank good time. You
1: so much.
0: Thanks for having me. This
1: has been a great conversation. Thank awesome. You. Thank you
0: thank you all for joining me today. I hope you've had as much fun as I did and learned a few things along the way. For more information, you can check the links in the description of this podcast. I'll be back next week with more joy, love, and laughter. Until then, I would be honored if you gave me a like and if you're so inclined to follow. Thanks again for listening. And remember, find some joy and laughter today. Ciao. You know that I loved you from the start, right from the start, right from the start.